OTB Rugby. Queenie is going at a million miles an hour. And bearing in mind, I didn't pass the ball that often. He was expecting the pass. He got the pass and scores. And in scoring, dislocates his shoulder. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. Anthony Moyles is with us. Anthony, good morning to you. Morning, Jer. How are you? Yeah. Well, Anthony, thanks. Sean is saying he makes uh, carry slight favourites. Uh, no, the bookmakers are not. It's like having a clue. They basically yeah. saying you take your pick. Yeah, each right. replay is scheduled for Saturday fortnight, so we could be having a month of Dublin carry if um, <laughs> yeah, if the game's a draw. It's it's going to be mightily close, I think. Um, yeah, you know, and we can get into the reasons why and not, but I think it's it's. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not leaning either way at the moment. I think it's 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 going to be absolutely to the wire. Sure, it'll be fantastic. I think anyone who predicts it confidently either way is lying to themselves. I think so. I think so. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I look, they both obviously have enormous strengths, uh, but there's 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 weaknesses and there's frailties there as well that I can be got at. Well, let's talk about the Dubs and, and their um, weaknesses and frailties. Uh, what did Monaghan do that caused them so much difficulty? Or was it the slightly stereotypical multiple personality Dublin that we've seen where, for whatever reason, they're a bit passive for ages, like they were against yeah. Roscommon, for example. Um, actually, you guys have the ball there. We, we don't mind. And then all of a sudden, oh, shit, we've got to play. It felt like they got that out of their system in the second half in the quarterfinal, but it, they hadn't. Yeah, well, you have to give... Look, as you say, you have to give Monaghan massive credit, right? So Monaghan brought a control to the game, I think, which they have done for mm. large parts of the year. There's there's, there's a self-confidence there within that Monaghan squad that they're not worried about, you know, whether they go a few points down or whatever it is. They know it'll be in the game uh, towards the end of the game. Um so I think I think I think a couple of things happened. I think Scully took a knock earlier early on, early doors. If you see him, he's down, and I don't think he recovered well from it. Then he gets the black card, and then they basically just get him out of there as quick as they could as soon as they bring him in. So Kilkenny, with that card, was played early. Um, I think Pasquale, you know, after the highs, and you see this a lot, mm. you know, when a fella shoots the lights out one week and then everyone's like oh that's it you know he's going to he's he's on the he's 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 the man now and the most difficult thing then is to actually go and follow it up and unfortunately for him he was well marshaled uh, and he had a bit of a disaster day so Costello led the line unbelievably well for Dublin we, I still think there's question marks there's question, there has been question marks over that forward sector you know Khan is doing what he does Mannion isn't hitting the same kind of levels that he was of the last number of years he hasn't looked the same yeah. type of player popping up every now and again um, and I just don't think there's that same fluidity that they have don't think there's that same threat um, you know I know we've spoken about this before but the, the going to the well the the, the big boys the, like the, the McCarthy's you know McCaffrey coming on and doing what he needs to do Fenton's second half performance was Fenton quiet first half I thought he was mm. really well marshalled I thought Mohan did an excellent job for, for, for a guy who would usually be kind of pigeonholed into that full forward role I think he did a great job coming out around the middle and Monaghan upset Dublin you know I think Monaghan basically said well we'll go and take your big weapons away from you and see what else you have um, and Monaghan brought what they brought which is that speed and, and that quickness of transition um, and I think you know, we'll get to Monaghan in a minute but I, I, I think 
you know, the the forward line and and if you're Kerry, you're sitting there looking at that Dublin forward line, you're saying, Okay, we know what we have to do. We know the fellas that we need to take out. Um and then can we restrict that last those three or four subs who come on? Can we can we curtail them as well? And can we make sure that in those sixty two or sixty third minute to the seventy third or seventy fourth minute that we're not going to concede certainly one six or one seven, but we're only going to concede a point or two. Yeah. That's that's the winning of the game. And like I mean, we know Dublin do that squeeze, you know, last five minutes of the first half. Certainly the first five minutes of the game, those last five, and then the first ten minutes of that second half. And Monaghan did really well in that, brilliantly well. Yeah, really well because the squeeze was on. Yeah. You could see it. And but we spoke about it last week. Like Began was massively important. Yeah. Um, and in that in that moment where the game goes from. I think it was like 12, 11, 13, 12, and around 57, 58 minutes to 62, 63 minutes. There's a spell there, like the O'Hanlon free against them is, is, it's really harsh, you know. Uh, like, I mean, I know people are saying he touched it on the ground. I think it's coming up to him. I think it's just one of those you can take a steal on it. I think in, in, I think in the game, mm. he's possibly fouled on the sideline anyway. When he gets the ball, he was dragged back by Gannon, I felt. Um, but you could see the squeeze coming from Dublin. And they, they, they obviously focused and they realised at that time, this is the game here. If we can get two to three up, we will do it. And it, literally it was because it went from a draw, one, two, three, just yeah. like a light. And Monaghan never really recovered from that. Now I know McCarran got a score, mm. but that was, that was the game there. And Dublin recognised those things, much the same as Kerry did, by the way. Yeah. You know, when they, when they, and that, and that is it. And it's, you know, and I, uh, you know, I feel sorry for referees in the sense because you can imagine the roaring and shouting. You could see it from Khan and Costello calling lads up. There's, there's a heightened <laughs> level. It's even more heightened. You know, there's tension and you're just watching everything. There's body everywhere there's things going on all over the pitch um, and you know Begum was a cool head but still ultimately that's where Dublin I think won the game The referee thing is an interesting one because when I, when I, was, in, when I was in the stadium on Saturday and look obviously I'm biased I'm from Monaghan uh, I was disappointed with, no with, with a few I know <laughs> I, never, I never talk about it but I was disappointed with a few of Sean Harrison's decisions now when I watched the Sunday game back I will say uh, I came back onto Herson's side for a few of them. And I was yeah, like, okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Um, but there was there was one I get, give it against Killian Lavelle towards the end of the first half, which I thought was a phantom free. To be honest, uh, someone made that point on Twitter as well that, that I just it was an off the ball. I, I just wasn't sure what it was for, uh, and they scored that one. And then the Conor Callahan one as well, where he wins a free for for slipping almost. I thought there was tackling from Conor McCarthy that that looked fair to me. Yeah. Um, and it looked like he slipped and then got the free. Uh, so I just wasn't sure. But uh, how did you perform overall? Yeah, I t- like you know I was I, I was fairly critical as well because I think in the moment. But I actually went back again. I watched it three times. Like there's one where Hughes gets a great hand in on Odell mm. at that vital period. Now he leaves his kind of hand in. The ball has skidded away, and there's two Monaghan guys yeah. in front. It, there's look. There's always going to be those. But but honestly. The games are so close now, and we've been speaking about this for the last number of months, that a point or two in those vital times, whether it's, whether it's a handy enough free in the first five or six minutes, or it's in that melting pot in the last two or three, they, ju- they just matter. You know, they matter. They're big calls. You know, and when it comes to it, you, you know, he's going to get some right, sorry, some wrong. You would hope that it's obviously more right than wrong. I think he did a, I think he did a good job. I think he allowed it to flow. Um, the conditions obviously were, you know, hands in, fellas slipping all over the place. Um, it's it's a tricky game. To, it's a tricky game to call. But like, I, if I was Monaghan, I would have felt hard done by, especially at at that fifty eight to sixty three, sixty four minutes where there's mayhem going on. Does the geography of a referee matter? I, I'm not making the point for one second that 
because Sean Hurston is t- from Tyrone, he shouldn't necessarily be referee in that game. But like, could you pick a referee from outside the the, the province? I would have thought that you'd have preferred a referee Ulster who understood. Maybe, Ulster see, there's that argument as well. He yeah. knows the players and goes, ah, he didn't mean that because I, you know, I, I like there was some modern people around us who didn't like the fact that it was a Tyrone referee. But like, Jesus, I don't know. No, I'm saying that. Yeah. I think Hurston's a brilliant referee. Like he did go a mail. He's actually a really, really good referee um, overall, generally speaking. And I'm not saying for a second him as being a, as a neutral. I thought the referee was totally fine. And actually, yeah, yeah, relatively yeah, yeah. good compared to some of the referees. There was no howlers. I'll, I'll give you that. There was no, no howlers. No, and yeah, I, no. Um, so. I think I think Monaghan will. I I think Monaghan will look back uh, and realise that that was by far their best opportunity to get into an All Ireland final. Mm. By far. And I think, in a way, they've done the rest of the country a favour by making Dublin seem like they're not a super team anymore. The 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 Dublin team that won all the All Irelands that were harvesting them is gone. And now they're a team who are still very good and who obviously you need to be absolutely sensational to beat. But um, they're very beatable now for teams who mm. have a game plan, who have athleticism and who are just a bit more aggressive. Yeah, I wouldn't say very beatable. Sorry. They're beatable. <laughs> you know, but it's... it's that it's, ends up being a seven-point game. Correct. It's actually a two-point game. Correct. Yeah, really. And I think it, it's the going to the well. Like, you know, people are speaking about James McCarthy but it's 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 Cluxton it's a number of others it's McCaffrey it's a number of others even Jay John Small I'm not putting John in that same camp he's a lot younger say than some of them but it's it's that it's it's the going to the well once more it's having that hurt or having that drive people don't realise you know you're talking about McManus when you're standing at the bottom of the mountain again mm. and you're going I have to get back up there it, it's it's the physical it's, sorry it's the mental battle much more than the physical battle that, that matters you know yeah. McCarthy has had injuries over the last while and you look what he has done to get back into probably player of the year type mm. shape so so it's it's that drive Ger, and, and I think that Dublin team will be a very different Dublin team next year I think it will be a very very different Dublin team so this is their last hurrah for a to a large extent and they're big personalities those guys you know there's big personalities that are going to exit that dressing room um, I think I think Monaghan will kick themselves I, I would not have started McManus I wouldn't have started him I know how important it was probably for him himself and Vinnie Curry have soldiered together I would imagine there was a lot of pressure on but I think if you look at the performance I think they could have managed the first 40-45 minutes in much the same way without him Right, um, maybe there would have been one or two points in in more of a deficit. But I think if you w- really go back over his performance again, from minute fifty he comes alive because the game just starts to open. He comes alive. Remember that great score? He mm. comes around on his right foot. If you watch, um, can't remember who's with him. I think for Simons maybe, but like he's watching it, and even though he knows it's going to happen, he yeah. just can't get around to tag him. Um, and and in that period, imagine having him coming in fresh. Now he's already after run for fifty minutes. Like yeah. he's already after being moving, chasing, hurrying. You know, there's a lot of coming out of the legs. Mm-hmm. I, he and I think a, himself he and ball back in his own half back line at one point. I yeah. was like, oh, Jesus, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I thought himself and McCarran to come on at fifty minutes. Now all of a sudden you're going, okay, wow, that's that's a double threat coming in. I just think I think they probably needed to back themselves a bit more to say, no, we can stick in with this, it's and hard. then we can bring the big guns. Up. We'd seen what the Dubs did in the second half and the quarterfinal and, you know, there was the foregone conclusion narrative that I, yeah. I, I thought, you know, it wasn't completely ridiculous. Ah, it was ridiculous. 
foregone conclusion that neither of those semi-finals were foregone conclusions uh, No, but we spoke about it last week about what, what Monaghan would bring yeah. and you know I think Monaghan with, with, with McCarthy who's been excellent mm. you know and, and uh, Carl O'Connell like unbelievable yeah. year um, so they, I, I just think they can feel hard I'm I, sorry I think they will look back I think Vinny will probably have nightmares and I'd say he, he there was angst about whether I should start him up because he, he is that once you bring him in you're going, he's going to cause mayhem here. He will cause mayhem. He'll attract two to three. Mm. And when you're tired... One of the reasons right? why I would I would sit down all winter and I would like make sure that he comes back next year because I do feel like Monaghan have learned a lot from this year. It's the first year of a new management team yeah. and they've bedded in a lot of young players yeah. and they do have really good young players coming mm. through. Like it feels like Monaghan could be here for a while if they could keep the band together for... Yeah. In the way the Dublin got the band back together. Mm. Um, some, Absolutely. Some complaining from other Monaghan people who are being less um, uh, I don't know what the word is uh, diplomatic than Shane this morning McManus was fouled three times and then done for overcarrying Moen was done for a high knee all in the last five minutes points came from both the Moen free I've never in 30 years watching football seen a foul given for this the high knee it was, it was, I actually agree I, I think the same one as the Kerry goalkeeper uh, Shane Ryan I think that neither of them were or fouls like you know, no. if you can't jump and raise your knee when you're trying to you catch a ball, raise your knee. You can't because you know you've got a duty of care to the player. Like you do have a duty. Either either we care about but this it, stuff or we don't care about this stuff. They, neither of the incidents were particularly dangerous. Well, there was a head injury, and he wasn't taken off for a head injury either. You're kind of yeah, yeah, you you, you, you are. You, you know, you're taught you're taught as a kid when you go up, you 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 bring your knee up to protect yourself. Um, really, you're bringing your knee up. You're you're that you were taught well, that mead. Yeah, you are. You are. You are. You are. You're not yeah, really. Yeah, you know, no, it's like well, like it this is no. your chance to cream no. your man, cream your man. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, that's I, what the point of this is. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I'm with Shane. I, don't, I, I like. I mean, I think the Ryan one was like he he was going up and he turned his hip. McGuigan probably should have known it was coming and <laughs> put the brakes on to be honest yeah possibly <laughs> you know um, yeah look I, I, I don't think look I don't think the referee was the winner and the losing of it I, I think I think there was an opportunity but to go back to Dublin for a second because they do deserve massive kudos for that last seven or eight minutes where they smelt blood yeah and they just went Right, yeah. we squeeze the living daylights out of them here. And when you have Khan and Costello and these mm. lads really squeezing you, Lee Gannon coming in, Fenton came of age. He, I thought he was mad, but then all of a sudden he came up with some really big moments. Some really big moments. The knee slide point is one of the most uh, yeah. athletic things I've seen. It was Novak Djokovic style, yeah. weird ability to do stuff. And you're like, he's. He, Clifford did something similar there was like a, a, no room to get a shot off but First he just, just got one off in anger even though yeah. Chrissy McCaig was like dry riding him yeah. and yeah. it was the exact same from there's, there's a defender there and I'm on my knees and I just get up and I straight away I kick it mm. and I'm like wow that yeah. was incredible yeah. and it's one of those things because he's such a totemic figure that it does seem to count double I think it does, and of course, when he, you know, it does because you, you've have him marshaled so well for yeah. so long, and all of a sudden he just, you're just like, oh, you yeah. know, he just gets us in the end. And McCaffrey as well coming in and sticking the ball over the bar like he was kind of smiling to himself as if to say, yeah, I didn't expect that myself. But like, I mean, it's just, it's just all of those added things, and that's what you need. We've spoken about this. You need that impact. It's a massive thing. I don't think Derry had that impact. You need that impact. It's, it's like, you know, the people say, oh, it's a 20 man game. It is absolutely a 22, 23 man game now. McGrogan getting injured in the manner of, in which he was scoring the points, like from Derry's perspective, that takes away mm. a, an ability, away. you know, mm. and, and they don't, it, the razor thin margin from Derry's perspective, um, 
it's it's so tight that they can't afford that. But just to, to go back to the dub, right, the bits that Monaghan did cause them difficulty, not a million miles away from the difficulty that Derry caused Kerry, where uh, there's these pockets of space in between the lines of defence where if you have a shooter in there who is able to kick and if Kerry have enough of them, they'll be able to kick. So it, it, the teams match up quite well in terms of I think this could be a 118 to 116 final it could be well you see teams are seems are starting to work out that okay if 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 the if the quick early ball isn't on in mm. space well then it's all about as you say managing to get behind that first bank of defenders because the second bank if you're doing what you should be doing is the old days were, you know, especially against a blanket defence, oh, what we'll do is we'll pull players out of there and we'll try to create space in front. Now what teams do is they put loads of players in there, but they pin you right up against the end line. So they force your full backs to go right in. And we spoke about this, remember a few weeks about Mayo mm. and when they had O'Shea in there and then when they took him out, they lost all that threat. And we spoke about Mohan maybe staying in there and being yeah. a focal point. Once you get in behind, if you have runners coming at angles and the right guy's coming at space, well, then it's a pop pass, and you should get your shots off. And yeah. that's where you saw most of the success. Now, Kerry will be able to do that, um, most certainly. I think, I think, you know, it's it's look, you're, you're trying to really, really pick holes, uh, and you're looking at incidents. The, the, four, the, the two games, the four teams were of top quality. Like, you have to say that. Mm. Like, it was absolutely... Like, Monaghan deserved massive credit. Derry deserved massive credit. Like, the first half of the Derry-Kerry game, it was just like, oh, this is ridiculous here. Mm. Like, just the score, the point-taking, the shooting, the athleticism, the, the, the tracking. Like, absolutely there's everything. Al- there's also the ingenuity in coaching in, in Gilly Games at the yeah. moment. So, Vinnie Corey, first-year manager. Like, Kieran Mina obviously comes in in difficult circumstances in Derry. Uh, Davy Burke with his game plan against Dublin as well yeah. in first year yeah. as common manager. There are there are new ideas coming in as but, to how but teams it, beat. But it annoys teams. it annoys me so much when people saying, "Oh, you know, football it's, it's, it needs to change." It's going to, to you know, it's like you're saying you need to understand the, the game of chess that's happening, and, and and like everyone wants a shootout and all those. Things. But like, what what is what is wrong with what was played over the weekend? Like you know, you, you're watching. If you if you if you if you don't want to watch where the ball is, watch what's happening on going on mm. inside. Watch the game. Like I mean, Jesus, I, I've watched soccer games and I've, like I've fallen asleep and woken back up again. And the ball's still in the same area. Like you know, tapping around the place, mass defenses, park the bus. You know, this this is the game. And and what what's happening is again, as you say, the ingenuity of okay, how do we break that down? Now? Mm. How do we actually manage to get our scores when that's happening and create space? and do all the different things. Um, and there's no need to change it. There's no need to put new rules in that will have unintended consequences. Just let the teams and the management teams work it out. Um, because we are living in an era where there is fit, strong, athletic, skillful as they've ever been. Uh, and, like, I mean, you know, I was sitting watching the game with my, my two girls, and I was just saying, I said, look at that 14. I said, he is the greatest player I said I've ever seen put on a football jersey. Just watch the way he moves. Watch everything he does. And like mm. Chrissy McCaig is an unbelievable oh, defender. Yeah. And you know he's still going this morning. Jesus, I mean, did I concede off yeah. him? Yeah. <laughs> it was the same as my sister was watching the game, and she like she wouldn't be massively into Gaelic football, but she was asking us during the Kerry Derry game yesterday. So who's the who's the main guys for each of these teams? And I was kind of saying, well, Shane McGuigan for Derry, David Clifford for Kerry. And literally, as soon as I said it, so she was watching 14 for Kerry, keeping an eye on him. Soon, it was that score in the first half, just when he had no space to kick it off. 
and just like if you're yeah. if you're someone who doesn't know Gaelic football, you can see he plays the game differently. Ah, oh, the small things he does. You know, even 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 by the way, from a defensive point of view, because I thought McCaig was very smart. McCaig said, "Right, I'm going to bring you down here a few times," mm. and he brought him right down. Um, but there was one where he gets it, and I can't remember who comes to him. I think, but he he does a little bounce. He knows he knows if he bounces it straight, he's going to go straight into mm. the defender. But he bounces, manages to bounce it away and outside of his hand, and creates a space as he then goes and launches over his left foot, like. You know, sometimes as a defender, I'm marking, I remember marking uh, Johnny Doyle one year in 07, and Doyle was absolutely tearing it up. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm having nightmares the night before going, what? At six, I was thinking, if I can keep this guy to less than eight, I think I've done a pretty good yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I'd say, <laughs> like, Derry were probably pretty happy that he didn't get double figures because it kept him in the game right to the end. And, you know, and every, like Derry did almost everything correct. Well, the question, I suppose, was, and I think, again, it's, it's, it's the scenario of the what-ifs. And it's, I'll pose bo- to both of you, because I was thinking it during the game. So I've been that soldier in the sense of, you're thinking, right, do I need help, or am I going to just... Be, are they going to trust me that I mm. continue to go on this journey here? Because McCaig was under pressure. I got right? the book in the first half, yeah. Yeah, and was under pressure, and you could see it. Um, I don't think he was ever going to get sent off, you know, uh, because it was mostly just uh, yeah, in tackling in. and hands in. So... You know, Cork, if you remember, have always brought someone like a powder back to mm. try to double up with Clifford. You know, I I thought Derry could have done that because I think I think the rest of the pieces for Kerry in the jigsaw were pretty blunt. You know, the rest of Gini wasn't having a good game. Spillane was 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 definitely not having a good game. So the rest of the forward unit, like you're not going to get the same from Moyna, and you're not going to get the same. So so you're kind of going right. Are these lads really going to hurt me, or where is the main pain? McCluskey was doing a great job on Potty. Mm. So I I honestly think they should have said we need to double up on him here. Um, and I think by virtue of the fact that they didn't. Um, because Sean O'Shea wasn't in it in the first half yeah. now he came into it brilliantly in the second half but here's the thing if you double up then all of a sudden Sean is like kicking four points in the first half and you're like well we've 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 kept Clifford yeah, to three I know but I think you can bring someone from somewhere else right. if you get one of the half forwards yeah right. you can bring someone from somewhere else I, I think I think Dublin will say to themselves we're going to double up is the way to beat these two teams sorry goal chances is something we haven't talked about like Mullen had like Ryan McInnesby probably will look back at his chance and probably could have passed it across to Stevie Hanlon for a certain goal yeah. Derry had goal chances as yeah. well I know that the McKinless got their goal but obviously they conceded to Gavin White straight away afterwards but if, if Monaghan and Derry had taken the goal chances that they had and they got them like first half Monaghan had maybe two or three goal chances Dublin had zero it just shows you you have to if, if you get in behind like that you have to Against those two teams, it especially. has to happen. It yeah. has to happen. Well, I think there was four goal chances in the first five minutes of the Derry game, mm. uh, um, and or maybe even five, and then even McKinless has won in the second half. Yeah. Now there wasn't a massive amount of options. Terry did really mm. well because actually, if you look, O'Connor ends up nearly going over the block, um, and they had they had the ball cut out across. Um, but yeah, you have to you have to make hay. I think the Clifford thing would be interesting for Dublin. I personally, I'd say Dublin were saying right, we just need to we need to put an X on him as much as we possibly can and then we'll see how the rest of the rest of the because I, I honestly like McCaig is probably one of the best defenders in the country yeah and 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 he got eight or nine mm. off him yeah. you know and it wasn't like he was kicking free he, he, he won most of the frees himself 
didn't Mick Fitzsimons go on him last year and do okay and only concede five or yeah. six from play which is pretty good I think well, I, um, somebody, yeah. somebody has the exact yeah I think he's a different player to last year though you know I think he is I think he's he's stronger he's more physical he's more he's dominating you rather than you dominate him and Fitzsimons is a year older as well yeah 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 so uh, he did well in McManus though like uh, with McManus, McManus was brilliant but Fitzsimons had a couple of moments where he I was did. Yeah, yeah, pretty no, good I like, like, Mick Fitzsimons has been playing you know really well top of his game it's look I think the the you know the 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 Stephen O'Brien introduction mm. was massive for Kerry. Do you because he was so good do you start him or are you now thinking okay we have something at last on our bench so um I don't think you do I think you're right I think you need to keep see it, it it's that thing that you fall into you know and and you've seen it so many times before a fella comes oh start him the next day and yeah. he just has a he just mm. has a mayor because he's just you know some lads are used to coming in to that kind of like he came in he won two or three turnovers. Yeah, he got a couple great score. Yeah, a couple of blocks. He made a brilliant block. Lynch, Lynch was oh Jesus! You know, I saw him come up the field sometimes. And and you know what? It it's it. He he comes into the line very very well. He's very good on the ball. He passes though. But I think he was blocked down. He was definitely blocked down twice. Yeah. He might have even been blocked down three times. Yeah. And it was that spell you could see yeah. McGuigan a couple of times roaring at them because it was like they abandoned. And I know people are saying McGuigan got a lot of knocks. He did, but they also abandoned getting him the ball. Yeah. In those little areas, I think it was McAvoy. Someone McGuigan stepped out from him, looking for the ball back out in the pocket. They mm. didn't give it to him. So there was a number of times where Derry. You know, again, they were playing to a very nice set plan that first half, very efficient, and then they kind of got caught in the whole, Jesus, Kerry, you're coming back at us. We need to do something quick. And we <laughs> might you know? win this. Yeah. We might win this. Yeah. That, that's definitely White the, line fever. The you know? And like Kerry had it for years until they eventually got over the line. Yeah. Um, Clifford scored six last year in the semi-final, including a free and a mark, and I'm fairly sure Memphis Simons picked him up for the whole thing. Uh, it, is, it is the last dance for this Dublin team. You would suspect that, like, they're not going to have the same. Who knows? Maybe Desi, if they win, stays on. Um, maybe Pacquiao won't be part of the team. I don't know nothing about that. But like Fitzsimons and Cluxton and is Mannion back for good? Is Jack McCaffrey back for good? Maybe they are. I'm not sure. Maybe that's just them now. Um, did I do McCarthy? Uh, like suddenly, it's just a different. It's a different group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like I don't know, is Fenton going to keep coming back at this level? Because he's been at a very, very high level for a very long time. Um, yeah. So maybe they will. Maybe they. Maybe they're hungry such that they'll hit the nine and, and go for ten and um, try and match Henry Shefflin. I don't know, but it feels like it's the last dance. Feels that way. Yeah, feels that way. And I think I think some of the. Uh, some of the things you hear, and of course you can't believe it all, but some of the stuff is is that you know there was a, there was a there was a massive surge at the start of the year, and even the Cluxton thing mm. kind of feels like that. You know, they said, "Listen, we're getting the band back together one last time, and we're going to go out uh, and give it everything." And that's it does feel like that. You know, I think I think what it has taken some of them to get back to that level has been a monumental effort, both physically and mentally, um, and it certainly feels like that. Uh, it's it's. It's hard. It's very, very, very hard. Uh, and you can see it even with Kerry. Like, I mean, they are at the pin of their collar to mm. win that game. It's not an easy thing to do. It's an no, absolutely massively difficult thing to do. And I just fe- it just feels that way, Jer. Uh, uh, I don't think that the likes of McCarty would, would say, right, I'm, I'm ready to rock again next year. I just, uh, that's, just, that's just my sense. I feel like the, the, the structure and the calendar now probably leads to the likes of 
McManus and those Dublin players that you mentioned sticking around for a bit longer now because look the end of July they, they have the rest of the summer they, like yeah. the league Dublin don't necessarily need their top players for the league they don't use them anyway so that period at which those top players are needed all of a sudden is drastically cut so why, yeah, why just, wouldn't they come back but you still have to do you can't you know you, you just can't in this day and age kind of winter well and come back you can't do it you, well, ha- you, have, you have to, to do all the training it. you have yeah, to have well. it in the tank you and have you, to and I think you saw it the crack year. of playing the games no no and I think you saw it this year with Galway like Comer and Walsh we spoke about this they didn't have that bank of work mm. you know well okay Walsh was, was, was with Kilmacud I just think you need you still need to be there you still need to be present you still need to do all that stuff mm. what about Meads victory in the Talton Cup yeah, um, yeah. So uh, listen, it's great for for the players. It's it's great for the county in the sense of uh, to get a win in a, in a competition. It's still the second tier competition. So by virtue of winning it, they're the seventeenth best uh, team in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy you know, might have them at fifteen or fourteen in the power yeah, rankings. We should yeah. see. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that long ago we were in the Super Eight, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, where we are is where we are. I think it's good for the players. Um, they're a young team. Um, I thought they were bad in the first half. Very poor. Got a very lucky goal. Only kicked three points in the first half. You know, so down probably could have been one six to three at half time, and I think it would have been a very different mm. game. I think down will look back on it and kind of go, Jesus, like what did we do? I think down very naively ran down the middle in the second half uh, they narrowed the game completely which suited Meade Meade turned them over um, but then Meade really started to work the ball well this idea of like oh we're a kicking team Meade's best football was played when they were running at angles and running off the shoulder and nice little pop passes yep. and using their strong runners um, you know uh, uh, um O'Connor did very, very well when he came on, kicked some great scores, added that bit of pace. Jack Flynn, you know, kicked four points from play. He you know. was, from the very start of the game where his shot comes off the post and uh, Ronan Jones obviously bangs off his leg and goes in for the goal, uh, Jack Flynn just starts laughing. And the whole game, when he's getting tackled, he gets up and starts smiling. He just was yeah, enjoying himself. Yeah, he just was. Well, he's that type of fella, you know, very, very, like, massively athletic. A guy who went away and put a massive amount of work mm. into not only his physique, but also his playing ability. Um, you know, he, he, he plays with retos. He, he plays, you know, he kicks 50s like they're, he's taking a 21-yard free. Uh, he's got a howitzer of a leg on him. Um, but he has really worked on his accuracy and you know sometimes he might they might spray them a bit so he's he's really and he's, he's got a his big lad. Oh, he's a big man and he's well able to motor around he actually marked McCarthy actually in the the Dublin game and I thought did pretty well on it uh, you know for a fella who's who's so young so look the, you know they'll they'll take the they'll take the uh, um, the positives out of it but honestly Mead and that squad and and the county we're now at base camp. You know, like yeah. that's where we are. Yeah. So, so you need to literally go right, lads. That's it. Uh, you know, we go on our holiday, whatever, but we're starting next week mm. because you look at the, even the conditioning, the strength, the, the the all the different things of the top teams, and you look at some of the mid players, and they still look light. You know, and and they need that body of work. So yeah. we're at base camp, and really everyone should be dusting themselves down now and saying, okay, that's that box ticked. Now it's we need to be at the top table again. Yeah. How do we get there? Look, it'll be interesting to see how much of a benefit they get from. Um, having success and what what nourishment that gives the group over the winter in reality I think it's like they were the top ranked team by league standing in the competition and so therefore they should have been favourites even though we were kind of overrating down maybe a little bit on the basis of, of their league performances I'm not sure that a Division 2 team should be in the Talton Cup I think if you were like yeah. when it was designed 
it wasn't four teams. Correct. Like, if Kildare had been in it and won it, I, I don't know how much of a celebration there would have been, but Kildare could easily have been in it. Um, like, you would have expected them to win it. So, um, I just am not convinced that Mead winning this is great for the Talchon Cup, the way Westmead winning it was. Maybe they will celebrate it. I don't know as much. Maybe it'll mean as much to them. Maybe when they go off to Mexico on holidays, they'll be like, this is the greatest thing I that think could have it, happened. I, I, look, look at the impact that Westmead had from it. Like, drawn with Tyrone, nearly knocking Tyrone out of the championship. Should have probably got something up in Armagh as well. But like, we would expect Mead to be putting these... Like, Mead are a, a, a first world nation when it comes to Gaelic football. Mm. Like, but the, the benefit I, of a trophy as well, sorry, they haven't won since 2010. No, a, tro- a trophy is important, and it's important to see the joy in the players' face and see them jump. And that is massively important, and it does gel a group, Ger. So did they um, have a better year than uh, Kildare now? I think they will look at it and think we had a better year, because at the end of the day, you look in their silverware in the cabinet. But in the cold light of day, if they go back, they'll probably say, well, actually, i tell you what he's had a better year of. O'Rourke and the management team is that they've had those group of players now for an extended period of time and they have massively changed like they have changed the way they Mm. play so anyone who looks at the game that they played against Cork in the first round of the league or the second or third game against Clare and then looks at yesterday can see well they're two totally different teams they're getting men behind the ball yeah Yeah, they're getting men behind the ball they're much more defensively set up they're much more solid at times they are transitioning about when they kick the ball unfortunately they don't have fellas around the middle some people who are accurate enough kickers and like I mean some balls were going out over the end line were going over sideline there was balls being misplaced actually I think they need to get that power running because they have some big men good runners around the field and they will develop that but there is a body of work Jer and as I said this is not bad humbug stuff but you know you can't get carried away you you have to realise okay we've gone literally as I said base camp now and there's all the boys there's the big boys up the top and that's where we need to go to Um, and much like Kildare it won't happen in a year it's going to be a bit of a journey for them Um, and the thing is is the supporters understanding that it's a journey the county board understanding it's a journey the players themselves obviously and the management team understanding it's a journey and you know I can hear what O'Rourke is saying about the heroes and all that stuff and that's all great but you know you can't build expectation up too much this this is a body of work that's going to take time um, and hopefully they'll get there Alright Anthony good stuff thanks for that OTB AM The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball